0: Section 55 of Common Sense in the Household. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Common Sense in the Household: A Manual of Practical Housewifery by Marian Harland. Sundries. Cleaning pots, kettles, and tins boil a double handful of hay or grass in a new iron pot before attempting to cook with it scrub out with soap and sand then set on full of fair water and let it boil half an hour after this you may use it without fear as soon as you empty a pot or frying pan of that which has been cooked in it fill with hot or cold water hot is best and set back upon the fire to scald thoroughly new tins should stand near the fire with boiling water in them in which has been dissolved a spoonful of soda for an hour then be scoured inside with soft soap afterward rinsed with hot water keep them clean by rubbing with sifted wood ashes or whitening copper utensils should be cleaned with brick dust and flannel never set a vessel in the pot closet without cleaning and wiping it thoroughly if grease be left in it it will grow rancid. If set aside wet, it is apt to rust. Knives. Clean with a soft flannel and bath brick. If rusty, use wood ashes. Rubbed on with a newly cut bit of Irish potato. This will remove spots when nothing else will. Keep your best set wrapped in soft white paper, then in linen, in a drawer out of damp and dust. Never dip the ivory handles of knives in hot water. Silver wash after each meal all that is soiled in very hot soft water with hard soap wipe hard and quickly on a clean towel then polish with dry flannel if discolored with egg mustard spinach or beans by any other means rub out the stain with a stiff toothbrush used only for this purpose and silver soap for years i have used no other preparation for cleaning silver than the indexical silver soap applied as i have described after rubbing with a stiff lather made with this wash off with hot water wipe and polish while hot there is no need for the weekly silver cleaning to be an event or a bugbear if a little care and watchfulness be observed after each meal silver should never be allowed to grow dingy if bridget or chloe will not attend properly to this matter take it in hand yourself have your own soap cups two of them one with common soap, the other with a cake of silver soap in the bottom. Have for one a mop, for the other a stiff brush. A toothbrush is best. Use your softest towels for silver. Besides being clean and easy of application, the silver soap will not wear away the metal, as will whiting or chalk or plate powder, however finely pulverized. China and Glass There are few of the minor crooks in the lot of the careful housewife that cause her more anxiety and more discouragement than the attempt to teach domestics how to wash up dishes. I've heard that mrs is very exact about some things, such as washing up dishes and the likes of that, said a woman to me with an affected laugh, having called to apply for the then vacant position of cook in my kitchen. She had high recommendations, a wine engrafted upon her native brogue, and spoke of me in the third person. A trick of cheap and bogus gentility that tries my nerves and temper to the very marrow of my spine, I was a saying to myself as I came along that Mrs. must have been very unlucky in her girls if she has to teach them how to wash up dishes. I always thought that was one of the things that came kind o of natural to every cook. Mrs. experience goes to prove that the wrong way of doing this must come natural to the class mentioned and that nature is mighty in woman the fact that the right way is not to pile unrinsed dishes and plates in a big pan with a loose bit of soap on top and pour lukewarm water over all then with a bit of rag to splash said water over each separately and make another pile of them upon the kitchen table until the last is drawn reeking with liquid grease sticky and streaming from the now filthy puddle of diluted swill, then to rub them lightly and leisurely with one towel, be they many or few, is as difficult of comprehension to the scullionly mind as would be a familiar lecture upon the Pons Asinorum. Yet the right and only neat method is so simple and easy. Rinse the greasy plates, and whatever is sticky with sugar or other sweet, in hot water and transfer to a larger pan, of very hot wash glass first next silver then china one article at a time although you may put several in the pan have a mop with a handle rub upon the soap over which the water should have been poured until you have strong suds there is a little implement made by the dover stamping company a cup of tinned wire called a soap shaker that greatly facilitates this process of suds making without waste of soap wash both sides of plate and saucer and wipe before putting it out of your hand draining leaves streaks which can be felt by sensitive fingertips, if not seen if china is rough to the touch it is dirty hot clean suds a dry clean towel and quick wiping leave it bright and shining roll your glasses around in the water filling them as soon as they touch it and you need never crack one a lady did once explain the dinginess of her goblets to me by saying that she was afraid to put them in hot water it rots glass and makes it so tender i prefer to have them a little cloudy this is literally true that she said it i mean certainly not that a year's soak in hot water could make glass tender washing windows dissolve a little washing soda in the water if the glass is very dim with smoke or dirt do not let it run on the sash But wash each pane with old flannel dry quickly with a soft clean towel, wiping the corners with especial care. Polish with chamois skin or newspapers rubbed soft between the hands. To clean carpets, sprinkle the carpet with tea leaves, sweep well, then use soap and soft warm water for the grease and dirt spots. This freshens up old carpets marvelously. Rub the wet spots dry with a clean cloth. To clean paint scour with a flat brush less harsh than that used for floors using warm soft suds before it dries wash off with old flannel dipped in clean cold water and wipe dry with a linen towel or cloth go through the whole process quickly that the water may not dry upon and streak the paint to keep woolens beat out all the dust and sun for a day shake very hard fold neatly and pin or what is better sew up closely in muslin or linen cloths putting a small lump of gum camphor in the center of each bundle wrap newspapers about all pinning so as to exclude dust and insects these are really all the precautions necessary for the safety even of furs if they are strictly obeyed but you may set moths at defiance if you can in addition to these secure as a packing case a whiskey or alcohol barrel but lately emptied and still strongly scented by the liquor have a close head and fit it in neatly set away in the garret and think no more of your treasures until next winter to wash doubtful calicoes put a teaspoonful of sugar of lead in a pailful of water and soak fifteen minutes before washing to clean a cloth coat rub soap upon the wristbands and collar dip them in boiling hot suds and scrub with a stiff clean brush treat the grease and dirt spots in the same way change the suds for clean and hot as it gets dirty wet and brush the whole coat the right way of the cloth with fresh suds when you have scoured out the spots adding three or four tablespoonfuls of alcohol to the water stretch the sleeves pocket holes wristbands and collar into shape folding the sleeves as if they have been ironed also the collar lay upon a clean cloth spread upon the table or floor and let it get perfectly dry in the shade turning over three or four times without disturbing the folds to clean silk to remove grease spots scrape venetian or french chalk fine moisten to a stiff paste with soap suds make it into flat cakes by pressing between two boards and dry in the sun or oven keep these for use when you need them scrape one to powder and cover the spot with it laying the silk upon a fine clean linen or cotton cloth lay two or three folds of tissue paper upon the chalk and press it with a hot iron for a minute or more taking care it does not touch the silk raise the paper and scrape off the grease with the chalk split a visiting card and rub the place where the spot was with the inside to restore the luster the silk should be pressed on the wrong side. If the spot be discovered at once, simply rub the wrong side hard with powdered French chalk, and leave it to wear off. To wash silk, mix together two cups cold water, one tablespoonful honey, one tablespoonful soft soap, one wine glass alcohol. Shake up well. Lay the silk, a breadth at a time, on a table, and sponge both sides with this, rubbing it well in shake it about well and up and down in a tub of cold water flap it as dry as you can but do not wring it hang it by the edges not the middle until fit to iron iron on the wrong side while it is very damp black and dark or sober colored silks may be successfully treated in this way to smooth wrinkled silk sponge on the right side with very weak gum arabic water and iron on the wrong side to renew wrinkled crepe stretch over a basin of boiling water hold it smooth but not tight over the spot and shifting as the steam fairly penetrates it fold while damp in the original creases and lay under a heavy book or board to dry it will look almost as well as new to restore the pile of velvet if but slightly pressed treat as you would crepe Steam on the right side until heated through. If very badly crushed, wet on the wrong side. Let an assistant hold a hot iron bottom upward and pass the wet side of the velvet slowly over the flat surface, a sort of upside-down ironing. When the steam rises thickly through to the right side, it will raise the pile with it. Dry without handling. TO CURL TUMBLED FEATHERS hold over the heated top of the range or stove not near enough to burn withdraw shake them out and hold them over it again until curled to clean straw matting wash with a cloth dipped in clean salt and water then wipe dry at once this prevents it from turning yellow to wash lawn or thin muslin boil two quarts of wheat bran in six quarts or more of water half an hour strain through a coarse towel and mix in the water in which the muslin is to be washed use no soap if you can help it and no starch rinse lightly in fair water this preparation both cleanses and stiffens the lawn if you can conveniently take out all the gathers the skirt should always be ripped from the waist to wash woolens washing clean hot soap suds rinse out in clear hot water and shake out the wet without passing through the wringer worsted dress goods should never be wrung when washed to wash white lace edging have a quart bottle covered with linen stitched smoothly to fit the shape begin at the bottom and wind the lace about it basting fast at both edges even the minutest point to the linen wash on the bottle soaping it well rinse by plunging in a pail of fair water and boil as you would a white handkerchief bottle and all set in the hot sun to dry when quite dry clip the basting threads and use the lace without ironing if neatly basted on it will look nearly as well as new if not quite black lace one half cup rain water or very soft spring water one teaspoonful borax one tablespoonful spirits of wine squeeze the tumbled rusty lace through this four times then rinse in a cup of hot water in which a black kid glove has been boiled pull out the edges of the lace until almost dry then press for two days between the leaves of a heavy book to sponge black worsted dresses sponge on the right side with a strong tea made of fig leaves and iron on the wrong this process restores lustre and crispness to alpaca bombazine etc to clean very dirty black dresses two parts soft water to one part alcohol or if there be paint spots upon the stuff spirits turpentine soap a sponge well dip in the mixture and rub a breadth at a time on both sides stretching it upon a table iron on the wrong side or that which is to be inside when the stuff is made up sponge off with fair water hot but not scalding before you iron iron while damp to remove stains from marble. Make a mortar of unslacked lime and very strong lye. Cover the spot thickly with it and leave it on for six weeks. Wash it off perfectly clean and rub hard with a brush dipped in a lather of soap and water. Polish with a smooth hard brush. Iron mold is as nearly eradicable as it is possible for stain to be. Try moistening the part injured with ink and while this is wet, rub in muriatic acid diluted with five times its weight of water i have heard that the old and new stain can sometimes be removed together by this operation mildew is likewise obstinate if anything will extract it it is lemon juice mixed with an equal weight of salt powdered starch and soft soap rub on thickly and lay upon the grass in the hot sun renewing the application two or three times a day until the spot fades or comes out i have also used salt wet with tomato juice often renewed laying the article stained upon the grass sometimes the stain was taken out sometimes not ink while the stains are yet wet upon the carpet sponge them with skim milk thoroughly then wash out the milk with a clean sponge dipped again and again in fair water cold exchange this presently for warm then rub dry with a cloth if the stain is upon any article of clothing or table or bed linen wash in the milk well afterward in the water dry ink stains can be removed from white cloth by oxalic acid or lemon juice and salt stains of acids and alkalis treat acid stains with hartshorn alkaline with acids for instance if the color be taken out of cloth by whitewash Wash with strong vinegar. Grease Spots One quart boiling water, one ounce pulverized borax, one half ounce of gum camphor. Shake up well and bottle. It is excellent for removing grease spots from woolens. Cure for burns One-third part linseed oil, two-thirds lime water. Shake up well. Apply and wrap in soft linen. Until you can procure this, keep the part covered with wood soot. Mix to a soft paste with lard or if you have not these with common molasses to stop the flow of blood bind the cut with cobwebs and brown sugar pressed on like lint or if you cannot procure these with the fine dust of tea when the blood ceases to flow apply laudanum to relieve asthma soak blotting or tissue paper in strong saltpetre water dry and burn at night in your bedroom I know this to be an excellent prescription antidotes to poison for any poison swallow instantly a glass of cold water with a heaping teaspoonful of common salt and one of ground mustard stirred in this is a speedy emetic when it has acted swallow the whites of two raw eggs if you have taken corrosive sublimate take half a dozen raw eggs besides the emetic if laudanum a cup of very strong coffee if arsenic, first the emetic, then half a cup of sweet oil or melted lard cologne water fine. Number one, one dram oil lavender, one dram oil bergamot, two dram oil lemon, two dram oil rosemary, fifty drops tincture of musk, eight drops oil of cinnamon, eight drops oil of cloves, one pint of alcohol. Cologne water number two, sixty drops oil of lavender sixty drops oil of bergamot sixty drops oil of lemon sixty drops orange flower water one pint of alcohol cork and shake well hard soap six pounds washing soda three pounds unslaked lime pour on four gallons boiling water let it stand until perfectly clear then drain off put in six pounds clean fat boil until it begins to harden about two hours stirring most of the time while boiling thin with two gallons of cold water which you have poured on the alkaline mixture after draining off the four gallons this must also settle clear before it is drawn off add it when there is danger of boiling over try the thickness by cooling a little on a plate put in a handful of salt just before taking from the fire wet a tub to prevent sticking turn in the soap and let it stand until solid cut into bars put on a board and let it dry this will make about forty pounds of nice soap much better for washing when it has dried out for two or three months Then yellow turpentine soap bar soap buy a box at a time cut into small squares and lay upon the garret floor to dry for several weeks before it is used soft soap ten pounds grease six pounds soda washing. Eight gallons hot water. Let it stand for several days until the grease is eaten up. If too thick, add more water. Stir every day. If wood ashes are used instead of soda, boil the mixture. End of section fifty five. End of common sense in the household a manual of practical housewifery by Marion Harland.